0: We can all remember where we were, what we were doing when the planes flew into the World Trade Center on that crystal clear September morning, the startled disbelief before the horror set in. If you were driving along the turnpike or flying into Kennedy or LaGuardia airports, the World Trade Center towers were the landmark to let you know you were nearing home, New York City. It has been 15 years since the planes crashed into the Twin Towers just blocks away from here, changing the city skyline forever and how we as Americans view our country and the world.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, today we are gathered here to pay homage and recognize those who served New York City so well at the most vulnerable time in the city's history. We recognize all those who worked at Ground Zero, those who have since retired, and those who continue to keep New York City clean, healthy, and safe. Supervisor E. Terranova, tolls the bell after each name. Lawrence Clark Marcellus. Alex Solomon. Ralph Marchese. Elroy Pagan, Jr. Jack Pichaccio Michael Loughlin. No. Frank B, William Picaccio. George Colucci, Lorenzo Morelli, Jack Pome, Renzo Ferrari, Andrew McCheo, Joseph Landolfi. Alfonso Falco Anthony Assay Mark Balat Rosalino Butch Panel Javon Thomas Andrew Moore William Wiesel. John Shavita, Jimmy Danunzio. Ted Pizzi. Brian Odell. Richard Danina. Ronnie Owen Thomas Zaez Frederick Meir. Brian Campbell
2: You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host Tricky Mick Alex I Yield to No One
1: Mark
0: Everybody and welcome to Trophy Yours. this is episode 317, I'm your host Tricky Mitt, alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, he's Alex.
3: Hopefully someone besides Tricky missed me on this show.
0: With every bullet.
3: Ha ha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, if you're, how you shooting Horizon's any indication of that, we all knew you were gonna miss with every one of them too.
0: Oh my lord, you've never seen me play Horizon.
3: All I need to know is that you don't have the Platinum.
0: All right, uh, listeners. Before we actually go on the show, just if anybody hears it in the background, I just adopted a new puppy. She's attached to my hip right now, and she won't she will not leave me.
3: Maybe she maybe she tried to get some food from the goddess, and the goddess is like, "You got to wait till dinner. You want to spoil your dinner?" And now she's trying to get in good on your graces and try to get some junk food.
0: Well, she she's already tried to get food from both sweet Mama D and the goddess. I shut that shit down. Oh, really? Who are you, Negan now? Yes. I shut that shit down. All right. Also with us, uh, unfortunately, the awesome is not going to be brought this week because Yield is not here. But we do have the master of the dual screens. He's Steven. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I finally
4: turned on my PlayStation 4 and I can't wait to tell you about it.
0: Did it blow up?
4: No, I'm just excited. I finally got to play some PlayStation
0: Oh, you you know the other day, and I I I don't know why I'm going to say this on the show because I'm going to be the next one that says it's going to be forced to leave Trophy Horse. I actually wanted to play Breath of the Wild the other day.
4: Oh, you're out. Get out.
0: The problem? Did you the the pro-
3: Did you figure out that there was oh. a version of the Master Sword that won't break in that game?
0: No. Uh but the problem is I can't play Breath of the Wild because in the move I seem to have lost my. Uh, Game disc.
3: That's karma. You bitched about it so much that the game went off and, went off and found something else. Someone oh, else to, terrible. to appreciate them.
0: You, you, you know what the worst part about the whole damn thing is? I'm a digital only guy, so my one physical game is now missing. Don't you have two of
4: those? Don't you have two physical copies?
0: No, because I... Uh, oh, that's
4: right. You got rid of the other one. That's
0: right. Yeah, I, I, I sold it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's do as we do every week and give you an updated trophy, updated trophy count. I am level 33, total trophies of 8,322, with a plaque count of 77. Alex? Alex is level
4: 29, with 6,275 yeah. trophies. Sorry, I was trying to wrangle Athena. A- <laughs> he was getting... Yes, Alex I know. Alex was being murdered.
0: Alex, what are your trophies?
3: Well, actually, if... uh. If Steven could continue reading them for me because I don't have them in front of me. I know that, right. I don't even remember actually how many platinum's I have. I think 92,
0: and 92 91? And 91. in 91
3: and 92 and 91 92. games. 92. Yes. Yep,
0: yep, yep. It's Level 20 right, you Nice. You <laughs> nice. You know what? I'm 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 going to leave all of that in the show because well, I'm not editing, so I don't have to leave I'll take anything out damn right uh yield is level 25 total trophies of 4779 with a plaque count of 70 in 50 games um steve
4: oh, oh baby so i'm still level 14 and i still have the same amount of trophies and i still have the same amount of platinums, which is 1740 trophies and four platinums. and do you know why tricky
0: because you haven't turned on your PlayStation 4 in three weeks?
4: No, because I finally did play, turn on my PlayStation 4, and I finally did play a game, and when we get into what we're playing, I will tell you what that game was, but I played two games, one on my Vita and one on my PS4, and I I played probably a total of six to eight hours, and not one single trophy popped in either of those games, and boy, am I fired up.
3: I don't think, well, then All my right, well, guess is that you didn't play Infamous Second Son, because I hear that that Platinum is rather easy and quick to get.
4: Yeah, no, I I beat that already, I... Still need to go and get the plat for that.
0: That that bleeds trophies. Alright, and Sid is level 26. Total trophies of 5,409 with 66 Platinums. I wonder how Yield feels about you know Sid, who's not even on the show having more uh, trophies than him, a higher level, and he's about to pass him in Platinum count.
3: Well, first of all, Sid is on the show.
0: Well, He's not an official host, I meant. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mr. Technical.
3: What? You got technical with all the E3 predictions. Technical
0: foul. You know what? And I'm going to kick all your asses at PSX uh, predictions, too. Uh, That was last episode there, Steve.
4: Oh, that was a woo. I was doing a woo.
0: I know. All All the wrestling references.
4: Oh, we're only allowed that once every 316 episodes?
0: I don't know. Alex Alex is kind of upset he missed that episode, too. So are we, Alex.
3: I'm sure. Tricky sounds real remorseful.
0: <laughs> Alright, Steve, let's tell us, uh, you turned on your PlayStation 4, what have you been playing? I
4: finally got to play that Pillars of Eternity, that, that wonderful PC game that I never got to play. Threw it in my PS4, and let me tell you, absolutely beautifully crafted Dungeons & Dragons type game. It totally took me back to like playing tabletop games with my friends and all that stuff. It's beautifully narrated. It's 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 a blast. But my god, I put like four and a half hours just into that game in one playthrough, just all the way through, and not one single trophy popped. It's like what the hell? Am, like what are these trophies? I didn't even bother looking. At the, I didn't look at the list, but I I don't. I hope it's not broken. I hope it's just like I have to get through a good chunk of the game before they start coming. Maybe they're like kill. Actually, I did look Maybe at the list. Maybe
0: there's no chapter trophies.
4: I actually did look at the list, and one of them uh, I saw, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get this, and then I wound up rage quitting. But it was, to <sighs> you can only kill 175 monsters or creatures throughout your whole playthrough. And I'm like, well, I, I'm i pretty sure I already killed, like, probably 30, and I'm only four four hours into the game or whatever. So, um
0: have you have you completed an act yet?
4: No, I have not completed an act. I've been doing a lot of uh I'm, see, here's the thing. I'm playing it a lot like I play open world games, which I know I shouldn't do. I'm trying to go to every corner, discover everything, and then what happens in that game is that you I mean, you could walk into a complete shit show. And that's what what happens. I'll I'll turn a corner and then a bear will just tear me to pieces because I'm only level 3. So, it's uh it's trial and error. I'm learning the game. It's really it's a new system for me. I haven't played Boulder's Gate since I don't know, probably two thousand. I'm
0: looking. <laughs> I'm looking at the trophies right now, and some of these seem like. Now, granted, I have not played the game. I don't know what the game consists of, but a couple of these seem like they're very uh, early on trophies. I mean, there's trophies for completing it. uh each act. There's a uh, apply five or more different enchantments. Uh, create five or more different food items. Create three or more different scrolls. I haven't even gotten more to crafting <laughs> yet.
4: I'm I'm four some odd hours in, and I still haven't even begun <laughs> crafting anything.
0: Place five or more trap items.
4: I haven't gotten able to build traps yet. I can only disable them right now. I play as a
0: rogue, so... um. And, it, and it's funny that you said there's a trophy for completing the game, killing less than 175 enemies. Mm. Because there's a trophy for... Uh, complete the game killing more than twelve hundred. Right.
4: <laughs> so I gotta kind of I gotta pick and choose what I'm gonna do. That's different
0: extremes there.
4: <laughs> but anyway, and I the other game that I was playing on my Vita, I'm still uh chipping away at Persona Four Golden, and it's been a while since I pinged the trophy in that. Just it's, it's, but that's like a long type game. You just gotta. I
0: I, cou- away. I couldn't even get I couldn't even get through that uh tutorial.
4: Really? Yeah. I mean, I think once you get through that, it's it's it gets to be a lot of fun it's 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 easy to to get lost in that game i will say that so the way i'm playing it right now is in chunks um so you know like tiny little little bite-sized chunks so i don't expect to be pinging any trophies from that on the regular but that has been what i've been playing um i recommend uh the pillars of eternity if you are a dungeons and dragons fan if you like really hardcore down to the minutia type rpg games totally a good thing um but if you like that more modern open world style or uh like it's not your typical it's not a jrpg and it's not really a a, a western rpg it's it's very much a tabletop rpg brought to the screen so if that's your thing i
3: recommend it
0: all right uh alex what have you been playing so I've gone back
3: and I've played some PS3 games as I was talking about before, played some DMC and got 100% in that, played some Flow and got the final two trophies I needed in that game, and I played some Dishonored, I think I talked about that before on the show, uh, actually last episode I think I, that I was on I think I talked to it because it uh, was a game that I didn't really like that much at first and then I started liking it more as I came back and played it on the PlayStation 3, so got as many trophies as I could in that, got probably all but four or five trophies in all the DLCs, so I'm moving back to the 4 and uh, downloaded Infamous Second Son, and I'm going to start playing that soon within the coming days.
0: you, you oh, that's right. You never beat that. I never even played it. That's right, because you didn't have a PS4. It's a lot of fun. Nope.
3: I think my first PS4 game was uh, The Order 1886.
0: Are you uh, are you going good or bad the first time through?
3: Good. I always go good the first time through.
0: Yeah, because I... I, I I don't know. I, I mean I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I personally I think the evil ending is the better ending. And the only thing that I've been playing all week is uh The Lost Legacy. I finally beat it, got did my crushing run, now I'm going back and uh mopping up some trophies and I gotta tell you, this the I'm a little annoyed with the trophy list this time. Um not that not like the Unch- the other Uncharted games were like great list, but like there's a trophy for uh taking down four enemies. You have to shoot one, you have to melee one, you have to hit one- another one with a long gun, you have to hit another one with a car, and you all have to- and you have to hit him with a grenade, all in that order.
4: That's a lot of shit to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, just so you know, you have a twenty-second time limit on that. Get the hell out of here! See, that's
4: that's why some trophies are just uh, some platinums are just not worth the chase, man. I just sometimes
0: I just don't care. All right, there's actually two trophies. I just looked them up. The uh, there's one called the Sampler, which says you have to defeat five enemies, each one taking damage from a handgun, long gun, and melee. And then there's another one called Make an Entrance, in which you have to defeat enemies with the with the vehicle, long gun, melee, and grenade in that order in 20 seconds.
4: Yeah, it seems like something like that would be like something you naturally do Like when you go into a certain area. You naturally like have a progression, like kill the guy close to you, shoot the guy away, whatever, Like as you get used to the combat. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't know. Maybe it's something you get good at as you play.
0: Well, there's only one place, there's only only chapter three can you do this trophy, because that's the only place that you have a vehicle. Mm. Well, technically, no, there's other places you have a vehicle, but this is, there's only one area in the game that you would even try to even consider doing this with. Right. I don't know. Does it count for online? No. No, okay. And I did find it has online. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I remember we were having that discussion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just. But one thing I do like is some of the trophies. Like there's a, a, tr- uh, you know, well, I can't tell you the trophy without spoiling the game. Uh, but there's a trophy in one of the later chapters that you have to do something, uh, that you generally wouldn't do, but. What I like about this, and I don't think this was in other Uncharted games, but there's a, a place where you could play the encounter, so you could go back to a certain fight in the game of a chapter, yeah. and do it. So, uh, I was able to do the, the encounter for that, knock it out, and I didn't have to go through the whole entire chapter to get to that point. I just went to that point and got it done. Yeah,
4: that's helpful when they do stuff like that. So. Sometimes these d- devs forget that it's a video game, and they they force us to do stupid stuff with their with their game. I like when you could just but I, drop in where you want
0: but i asked, i I think there's a trophy that glitched on me, but I'm not entirely sure because there's a trophy for uh taking down five enemies in a row with Chloe's silence pistol, mm. but there's also a trophy for getting from one point to another. Without being detected. Okay. Now, check this out. I went from that point to the door. And the trophy didn't pop for not being detected. Okay. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go for the trophy for getting the five people down without being detected. Because I wasn't detected by that point. I thought maybe that trophy glitched. So I took down ten enemies in a row. With headshots, not being detected. Got that trophy, but didn't get the trophy for killing five with the silenced pistol. And then I turned around and went back to the location. And as soon as I went to that location, I got the trophy for not being detected. Weird. So how did I get the ten headshots in a row and the trophy for not being detected? Hmm. But I didn't get the trophy for killing five people. With a silence weapon without being detected.
4: Maybe it's one of those, I don't, I don't know, that's weird. Did you try and do it again, like go back into the scenario and try it again?
0: No, I I, I didn't try to do it again, because the, the the five in a row with the silence pistol, that can be done anywhere, so I'm just going to go to a big open area and take them down. Yeah, that is weird, though. So. All right, let's get into the show. Uh do it. Uh, our first topic is coming from ProvingGamer.com. dot uh, com. Big shout out to Jerry who's actually killing it with the articles, murdering it. Uh, uh, what do you? I, what, I do you what do you? What do you mean?
3: Like you make it seem like just now. Jerry's always killing it with the articles.
0: Yeah, Jer- Jerry. Uh, this article was actually Jerry's four hundred and twenty sixth post on the site.
1: Damn, he absolutely Gina. kills
0: it. Uh, Dead Rising 4 is coming to the Playstation 4 with additional content so that's yet another game that Xbox was exclusive, had exclusive that's no longer exclusive Uh, Capcom announced that Dead Rising 4 will be coming to Playstation 4 this holiday season along with the base game Frank's Big Package will include all previously released game content. Additionally, a new game called Capcom Heroes will be added. This gives Frank West access to new outfits and special attacks based on other Capcom characters. To check out the full list of what's included in the game below, you, you're you going to get the latest version of the game with all difficulty settings, all downloadable content, Stock and Stuffer, Holiday Pack, Frank Rising, and Super Ultra Dead Ryzen 4 Mini golf. And you're going to get bonus content of a Street Fighter outfit pack, My Bloody Valentine pack, Candy King Crossbow, Slice Cycle, Sir Isolat, Ugly Winter Sweater, and X-Fist.
4: I got a question. A little scenario. Do you think that this don't is... A-
0: don't ask me about Dead Rising because I have no interest in the game whatsoever. Yeah, I
4: don't really either. Um, I think I played the first one. I, I don't remember. But um, whatever one was in a mall. I think it was the first one. Um. The do you think that this was something that was always going to happen, or do you think that because of the state of what's going on with Capcom and Microsoft just there individually, do you think that they kind of retroactively worked something out where they can put their their previously exclusive content on uh, on another platform? I'm not sure how these things work, but it seems like this kind of came out of nowhere.
0: Um See my, we to get into that. We're gonna have to get into something that we didn't put in the show because it's not really PlayStation related. Sure. Um, but I, I, there was a conversation on Kind of Funniest Games Daily, in which uh, Microsoft announced that they are going to add keyboard and mouse support to the Xbox One. Right. And they. They predicted, or I guess predict is the wrong, way, wrong word, they kind of led the conversation to, like, is Microsoft leading us into having gaming PCs? Like, are they trying to push us in the market of having game PCs? Because if you can play a game on your Xbox One with a keyboard and mouse, then it kind of... Opens you to using a keyboard and mouse and then the point of entry into PC gaming is less intrusive because you've already had experience with it. And they did announce that uh, one game is gonna be uh, is gonna be using the keyboard and mouse that they didn't announce the game, but everybody's assuming that it's gonna be PUBG. Yeah, Because that's the obvious choice. So this 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 is where I feel with Microsoft and this is not fanboyism. This is just seeing what I see from the outside looking in. And I I see Microsoft leaving the console market entirely because they've, they've already gone down the path of saying all our games are going to come out on Xbox One and they're also going to come out on PC. There's not going to be any console exclusives anymore. And I think companies like Capcom and, you know, Ubisoft and stuff like that, I think they're that actually worries them a little bit because, not that they can't develop for the PC, but that, you know, consoles are what gamers, quote-unquote gamers, are used to. You know, PC gamers are used to PC games, console games are used to console games. So just to say do i think capcom made this because of a deal with microsoft my, my answer is kind of a yes and a no
4: yeah i think i think they are moving towards a um i mean they're they're basically a a cheap gaming pc even at $600 um and that might be the market that they're that they're going for which is fine i mean but it has been attempted before but i guess not from the angle that that like a console manufacturer microsoft or whatever they became a console manufacturer and now they're going into this thing whereas on the other side it was alienware or it was steam they were they were you know computer guys that were trying to get into the console market i think this way it's a little um it's a different approach and it could definitely work for them i mean i'm i'm looking to build a gaming pc now for for a multitude of reasons, gaming PCs double very well as um, uh, they they double good for, like, video editing and, and, you know, editing in general, because they're they're, they have a lot of horsepower, so, you know, I'm looking for it in that way, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Um, and remote play and stuff like that, but, um, and I'm looking at it, and just to get a a decent motherboard or something that's current, a current motherboard, a current GPU, and a current um, CPU. I'm looking at close to a thousand dollars right there off the bat. So I think that they're really what they're doing is they're they're setting up the Xbox One X to be a PC that that is that is affordable that. You can throw in as a console and and get rid of all the fluff, all the all the crap that you don't want in a PC, like all the virus stuff, all the all the you know the whatever spyware stuff, and it's it's more accessible to those who just want it for to game. Um,
0: I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I, I got. I, but do you think that's smart of Microsoft? I mean, like it 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 is smart of Microsoft because they are open-in options. But at Microsoft right now, they could kill off Xbox entirely and they'd still survive. Right. But I...
4: I <sighs> and I think that's why they're doing it. I think they're doing it because they have to future-proof themselves. If console
0: gaming... But is this, this future-proof in yourself? I mean, you have a niche market over here. I mean, granted, listen... Uh, We we joke about all the time about uh, Xbox One sales are not up to PlayStation Four sales, but even if you take PlayStation Four out of the conversation, Xbox One is still outselling the 360 by a long shot. It is a successful console for them. Right. It's just overshadowed by the overwhelming success of the PlayStation Four. Right. So. And one thing the kind of funny guys were saying was, like, is this going to be our last console? Like, are 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 we ever going to get an Xbox 2? Like, are, are they just going to keep making different versions of the Xbox One? I think the
4: question that needs to be asked um, is not, is this the last console? But it's, what if this is the last console? Because right now, if it is the last console, Microsoft and Xbox are prepared sony and playstation or not
0: what what about you alex how do you feel about or
3: or if microsoft pulls out the market did sony just have run amok in 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 the marketplace like do they just have the home consoles because a lot of people they don't really want to play on pc i i would prefer to play on a console and i feel like if a lot of people like microsoft can't push people to play on a console or on a pc if they don't want to and so many of us who have been gaming since we're younger choose not to play on a pc because we don't want to so, I mean, if Microsoft goes more towards a PC market, then Sony's still got like it's not like people are gonna stop wanting playing consoles.
4: Yeah, but are, but they're not they're not I mean, the way I see it is they're not going they're not trying to make console gamers PC gamers. They're trying to make PC gamers console gamers by putting a cheap, affordable, high end, high powered PC see, as their gaming console.
0: I, I see I see it the other way. I see them adding keyboard and mouse support to... Let's just... Let's just argument say... Let's say they're going to add it to PUBG... Which everybody thinks is going to happen anyway. I think it's Microsoft trying to push people... Towards PC... Because that's their bread and butter. That's what they know. They know how to program for PC. Fuck! They make the operating system. So they know that they can make games... That are going to work on their operating system the best possible way. I I I would
4: agree with you, except for the fact that the I, I, for example, a friend of mine. Um, last year he, we started working together. He's a friend of mine now, but when we first started working together it was about about a year and a half ago. He was trying to build a new PC because he wanted to play you know certain games. Now the game that he was playing, uh, I forget. I think it was rust or something like that it it ran but it ran pretty shitty on the on the rig that he had so what he did was he wound up spending like 1400 dollars or 1500 dollars getting a new pc and having it run well whatever what i think microsoft is doing is they're they're giving you the option to do something the other way if they if they give you the keyba- keyboard and mouse support on their console all of a sudden you could say wow i'd really i like for example for me I would love to run PUBG, but my computer can't handle it. And instead of spending 12, $1, 13, $1,400, I could go out and spend $500 or $600 on an Xbox one X and still get those, those PC games that I wouldn't otherwise be able to play. It's, in that sense is why I think it's future-proofing. It's it's fu- future-proofing be, uh, because they the architecture is that of a PC, and it's the same on PS4. It is that of a PC. But if you give the players the option to play like a PC, then those people who want to get into PC gaming can instead, for much cheaper, buy an Xbox One X and still get the PC gaming experience.
0: Right, but I, I okay, I, I know we're going to circles here, but you're saying the same thing I'm saying. You're just adding an extra step to it. What I'm saying is they're getting people in at the five dollars $600 price point on the Xbox One. Then in the future, when they if they decide, okay, we're not going to make the Xbox One anymore. We're only going to make PC games. Then people are already going to go, okay, now I'm willing to spend that extra $500 to buy a gaming rig so now i can play those games i
4: i think that you're that you that you're assuming that i think we're both assuming obviously we're assuming but we're assuming two different things yes that looks like the game plan i guess but i'm assuming that the that microsoft is saying we want to get them in on the ground level um and instead of spending you know later on you know $1000 on a gaming pc to play the new games they'll spend that for the next Xbox that they could only spend five hundred dollars on again in three, four, five years to get the same experience, I think that they are undercutting um, the Alien Wares of the world, the HPs of the world, because those are those are still going to sell, sell. the The PC gaming market is is continuing to expand. The console market is also continuing to expand, and if they can. Continue to undercut the PC market and give those same experiences for a lot less money. That can benefit them because then they have a stranglehold on both markets. They don't just—they're not—they don't just have the consoles and they don't just have PC. They now have two fists out strangling both ends of the of you know both necks. Um, I think that's so their. Do you plan. think maybe
0: that? Do so you think maybe they're using the uh, the PC side as? And I know this is a bad analogy, so please don't crucify me for this. Mm -hmm. But do you think that Microsoft is using the PC as their quote-unquote second console? Like Sony has the Vita, Nintendo has the 3DS. You think that's where they're using their second console market instead of having to develop a handheld?
4: Meaning the PC as their second market?
0: Right. Yes, hundred yes, percent I, I know the PC's not a handheld. No, no. One hundred percent
4: because they tried to do it with the tablets and it didn't work. So now they're just going all in and saying, well, everybody has a computer at home, so let's not let's not skip out on the on that market, but there are also people who don't have a lot of money to run the newest games, but they still have a PC at home. Um right. you know, so and I all think PlayStation right. has a foot in the door too because of this whole remote play thing. So if the PS five is capable of, of Assum-
0: sh- assuming that we get yeah.
4: one. If the PS5 assuming that that it's being developed, which I mean, it I feel like it has to be at this point, but if they if they're able to stream that more efficiently than they are now via remote play into a computer, then PlayStation effectively has the same market. Um which is right. a just a, but Microsoft has has a bigger foot in the door because they're they're a software company. So
0: all right, let, let's let's move on. Let's move uh, along. Moving along. Yeah, cuz we 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 can speculate for a long time on that. Yeah. But. All right. Uh on last week's show we talked about the uh charity DLC uh from Warner Brothers and that was coming in uh I, I, f- I think it was uh middle October I, or yeah, Nove- no, November,
4: game. right? November?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I actually forgot the name of the game. It was uh Middle-earth Shadow yeah, War. Yeah, Shadow War. Yep. Uh we, we have an updated statement from Warner Brothers, which doesn't really clarify anything. Uh, last week, Warner Brothers and Monolith announced that they would sell a piece of charity in memory of the tragic death of the developer, Michael Forgery. All seemed well until some noticed a small print within the DLC's trailer seemed to not only exclude donations or purchases in certain U.S. states, but also purchases worldwide. IGN reached out for clarification and they got this in response. Quote, Neither Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment nor Monolith Productions will profit from any sales from the 4 Hog Orc Slayer DLC, regardless of the territory in which the DLC is sold. End quote. While it's still unclear where the payments will be made to, it seems certain that the developer and the producer won't be gaining undue profit from buyers who may not be aware where their money is going. Uh, you can make a, a donation directly to the family on the you Karen page, which I'm going to add in the link in, into this post on ProvingGamer.com. Uh, my question to you, gentlemen, uh, which, I mean, obviously this is a touchy subject, and Alex, we're going to start with you because you were kind of quiet on the last one, and you kind of missed last week's episode about this too. Uh, in the states where the the donation can't go directly to the charity, I mean, this statement doesn't really clarify, like, okay, let, let's just argument say, let's say in Kentucky, you buy this DLC, that's one of the states that's not allowed to donate the money. Where is your money going? I mean, that, their statement doesn't really clarify anything.
3: Well, because they say that, they, correct me if I'm wrong, but they said that we will not profit off this game, but if it's not going to charity, if you're not profiting off it, where is it going to?
0: That that's my question to you is like they they're not really clarifying saying okay because they they said originally that three three dollars and fifty cents of every DLC which is going to be sold at five dollars would be going straight to the fo- the family so that still leaves a dollar fifty which I I'm going to assume is probably processing charges within PlayStation Network or Xbox Live or all that stuff uh but. Three fifty. If 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 I, I'm assuming, I'm not assuming, but arguments sake, we're saying Kentucky is one of the states that the, you can't make the 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 donation from through the purchase. What is Warner Brothers Monolith doing with that three fifty? Are they personally donating it? Like if and if the case, if they're personally donating it, why why? Even put that out there. They need to
3: be. There needs to be more transparency. They need to be very clear where the money is going, because obviously using some kind of charity event in order to make sales that you are profiting enough of and not actually giving money to charity would be a really rotten, nasty thing to do and bring them a lot of bad press and a lot of hatred. I'm not saying that they're doing that, but they need to be very clear about what where the money is going in those states in all states really um in an effort to stop any anyone from thinking that or any kind of rumors from popping up so there just needs to be transparency everywhere when it comes to this kind of thing and i as far as where I, the money is going I, I don't know i i would assume they're being honest when they say hey we're not profiting off this but again they if they're not profiting off it and if there there's an issue in certain states where the money can't be donated um or at least you know directly then they need to be very clear about what is actually happening with the money instead of leaving people in the dark
0: i i i don't disagree
4: um also i know this from running multiple charity events in my life um when you use the word not going to profit you have to remember that they have a cost associated with making this dlc i'm sure i'm sure there's a line item in their budget that they spent you know, one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Let's say on building the DLC, on on wages and whatever, and assets. So maybe maybe that's another part of the three hundred and fifty, or the one hundred and fifty, like you said, um, could be you know a dollar of it, whatever. Um, but I, I have to imagine that they're just gonna on those other states. They are just gonna donate it from whatever state they're in as part of their one as part of their yearly donations and charitable donations and stuff. Uh-
0: I, I just think there needs to be a, cre- yeah. a more clear message. Yeah, I
4: think they should definitely say, hey, anything that we make I, in those states, don't worry, we're going to donate it on, on those.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't just, just to be clear, I don't think there's any shenanigans going on. Like, I don't think there's any, you know, deceit or anything. I just think that, like, you put a line like that in the trailer, there needs to be somewhere where it's clarified why they had to do it. Like, I didn't say in legal notices and stuff like that, but it, I think it just needs to be more clear about what they're saying.
4: I also think that they are, they're being, I think they may be a little vague on it. They, maybe they can't outright say, don't worry the money you, you pay for this. We're going to donate it. Cause maybe there's a tax thing there too. Like maybe the person, because they're still buying it, it's still technically a charitable donation in which they won't be able to reimburse on their own personal taxes. It's $5. It's really not that big a deal, but maybe legality is a little murky there. I don't know, but yeah, I I would like for them to just come out and say, Hey, don't worry about it. We're donating all the money from that DLC, regardless of the state, whatever we'll, we'll handle it, but we'll see.
0: Well, one thing that I want more clarification for is the Marvel's, uh, Avengers project that's being made by crystal dynamics and square Enix. Uh, you guys remember this trailer back in January that came out, sir. All right. I was waiting for Alex to chime in. I actually do not remember it. Well, if you click on the link, you can watch the trailer. But Crystal Dynamics upcoming Avengers game will feature, quote, social shared, end quote, online play and will at least in in combat sections resemble a third person cover based action adventure game. Back in January, Marvel announced that it was entering into a multi-year, multi-game partnership with Square Enix, the first product of which was announced as an upcoming Avengers game. Very few details were announced at the time, and the game has remained quietly in development ever since, but now it seems that we might have our first idea of the direction in which the game is headed. Thanks to NeoGAF user, we have a couple job list postings from Square Enix uh, a subsidiary Crystal Dynamics for the upcoming game, which is currently referred to as the Avengers product. One potion asks for applicants for a lead level designer position. Focusing on level development, the potion refers to a fun and unique online experiences and also asks for an understanding of the social implications of shared gameplay, as well as referencing various game modes and campaigns. The other potion is looking for an experienced combat designer who will work with the rest of the team to plan, prototype, and build combat systems that apply to a third-person cover-based action-adventure game. Looking at these two posters together, we can start to get an idea of the sort of game that's in development. It certainly seems as though the game will be online, perhaps hitting it at an MMO. Please, Lord, please don't let it be an MMO. Particularly, that was my la- the the please God part, that was me. That's not the article. Uh, back to the article. Particularly considering the emphasis in the game description of the shared gameplay and variety of game modes and campaigns, could we be seeing a variation of Destiny's Fireteam style setup, but with superheroes rather than Guardians? Now, the article does go on. I'm not going to finish that. But, like, I saw this trailer and I was immediately hyped for it. Um, uh, some speculation that I've seen on the internet is that we're not actually going to be the Avengers. We're going to be somebody going along with the Avengers. Uh, Steven, I know you were, you, you said you were a little hyped for this. Alex, I'm assuming you're watching the trailer now. Uh, Alex, uh, excuse me, Steven. What do you think? I mean third base cover base shooter.
4: Yeah, I think that it's going to be a little of everything. I think that the cover base shooting, especially this late in its development, is probably going to be part of the combat. I don't think it's going to be the combat. Um, you know, the the Avengers all play very different or they fight very differently. Um, you have a guy that can grow to the size of a, a skyscraper. You have Hulk who is not going to be looking to get in cover for any reason whatsoever. Um, so, you know, when you think about that, I think that the cover base thing could be part of how you play as Captain America, as a uh, uh, um, black widow and, you know, characters like that, um, which would be cool. But I was actually thinking, I was actually speculating while I uh, was listening to you talk, and and actually throughout the week, what if this is a Shield game? What if you're an agent in Shield, almost, and it plays like a Division type game where everybody's an agent of Shield or a new agent of Shield, and you're fighting alongside superheroes, but you're a an agent of Shield with like a maybe like a, a super nano suit armor thing. You got your guns, your Agent Coulson. you know what I mean? And you just are trying to take back Manhattan or whatever. And uh, and you just got, you know, that that that's a way that I could see them trying to go. What I hope it is, is I hope it's a, a game where you pick your hero, you pick your Avenger, whoever you're going to be, um, and then you go into a Destiny-type world. Uh, You know, a hub world, and you choose to do a raid or a mission or whatever, and it pairs you with other heroes that are not the same one, so that you can make a team and go and do some fun missions. I don't, I'm not looking for a super uh, crazy narrative. I don't need this stupid, this, uh, I didn't want to say stupid, but I meant to say it was a super high budget, like, story mode. Not really necessary. I know the story of the Avengers, um but it would be cool to be able to play as an avenger alongside my friends you know me playing as hulk and like you playing as uh captain and Alex jumping on and and uh playing as iron man that is the dream right there that's what i hope that the game but what is if, but, but,
3: but like, what if i want to play as hulk
4: then you're going to have to fight me for it so
3: okay well how do we <laughs> do that from from across this like many states
4: uh we are going to have a PlayStation 4 uh, uh, gaming decathlon. Okay, and and the and the winner
3: gets the Hulk. <laughs> Who gets to pick the games? Does Tricky get to pick the games since he's a third party? Tri- yes, Tricky gets to pick the games. I mean, that's that's uh, that. So I don't know. Like, I like third person action games, but like online. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Is this gonna be like Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance or something like that? Is this the the newest generation of Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance? Uh,
0: that that's the thing. We don't. The article that we read is literally the only news that we've gotten since that trailer came out in January. Nine months, nobody said a word about this game.
4: All right, don't show us anything else until it's ready to be shown, and and then we'll uh, we'll make a decision from there, I guess.
3: Yeah, it's it's hard. It's without seeing like. Knowing exactly what the game is, because there's a lot of multiplayer Marvel games out there, multiplayer superhero games. So without seeing anything like that, like knowing exactly what it is, it's hard for me to get hyped. I've, there's been so much stuff about superheroes lately, like movies and, and games and everything, memorabilia, t-shirts, toys. There's been so much saturation with superheroes that I, I find it hard to get excited just at the mere mention of them. I've got to see something concrete
0: what What I'm excited about, and now granted, it is only the trailer, but do you see how crisp and clear that trailer is? I mean, knowing that a uh, Crystal Dynamics is doing it, which i I love their re Tomb Raider the reboots, and that trailer just like it shows that like they really are taking this seriously, you know they're they're making sure everything is precise. I mean, you can see the there's a scene in which uh, Iron Man's arm uh, armor is laying on the ground and you see a a, a a drop of water hit the puddle next door and you see the ripples. It's like they're really paying attention to detail. And that's what got me hype is because I like the Avengers. I like what Crystal Dynamics has done with Tomb Raider. It seems like they really stepped up their game lately and I'm excited I I just I want to have some concrete details, but please, 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 do not make this an MMO. We already have Marvel Heroes. We don't need another MMO. I'd
3: say since it's already in development, if uh, you didn't want an MMO and they already made it, made one, you're shit out of
0: luck. That is true. Hey guys, tricky here. Uh, with short pause, um, adding this section in uh, post edit after Steven has edited the show. Because listening back to this section of the show, which was our topic of the week, in which we were discussing the uh, difficulty slider with South Park Fractured But Whole, uh, listening back to the conversation, I didn't feel that it was appropriate to have that kind of conversation on Trophy Horse. Uh, We also said on the show, or actually I said on the show, that we will be having... This discussion in the future, possibly on another podcast, not on Trophy Yours. I didn't feel the conversation consisted with the episode, and with that, I decided to cut it from the show. Uh, Maybe one day we will put it out there for everybody to hear, but right now, I didn't feel like it was appropriate for this episode. So, at this point, we're going to jump to Sophie's Trophy, and I thank you for your understanding and patience in the matter. Uh, but with that being said, we did the show a little out of order. Uh, let's get bringing in Sid for his Sophie's Trophy.
2: Hey, guys. How are you all doing? Um, Sid here again with Sophie's Trophies episode 10. Um, I can't actually believe I've done 10 of these things. Um, this week, a couple of things to go through. Uh, the first one is Andrew once again messaged me on Facebook and asked about a trophy. I would like to go for again. And in all honesty, I have to say it's the hard to the core trophy from Dead Space 2. Um, I think I've spoken about it before, um, but that is one I would really love to play through again. Um, As for Platinums, I would love to do Dark Souls again. Um, I really enjoyed that game. Um, But as for the game to talk about this week, it has to be Lara Croft Go. I mean, I bought it for £2.69 or something. And it is just ridiculously easy. Um, you know, it's a good game. Isometric. You just guide Lara around trying to solve the puzzles. Um, each area is self-contained. There are 160 odd phases to find. And to find them, all you have to do is move a cursor over them. And it automatically smashes them. Um, the game has a hint system in it, which makes it really easy. Um and there are no punishments for using it, so, you know, go ahead, spam all you want. Um, I've used it on a couple of levels, I will admit, you know, but I I am trying not to use it. I think it's going to be platinum number 67, unless I decide to do something else. Um, You're looking at, probably, if you use a guide or anything, two hours to platinum the game, but I'm not using a guide, and I'm trying not to use the hints. Um, Some of the vases are a little bit, tricky to spot but overall a good little game really easy um, so yeah that's Sophie's Trophies this week uh, thanks for listening guys if you want to get in touch as usual Sid 19 sorry Sid is 1978 on the PSN Sid at Proving Gamer on the email you know what my head's not with it today and uh, at Sidney on Twitter so, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening and uh, talk to you next week and keep getting those trophies.
0: Bye. All right. Thank you, Sid, for the Sophie's Trophy. Appreciate it. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to Sid. Uh, last week, uh, he said something about the person that sent me a message. And I appreciate Sid for stepping up and talking about that. Uh, unfortunately before I did last week's edit I didn't listen to his Sophie Trophy and I didn't do it again this week so it's possible he said something again I missed it but uh, I want to make sure that I gave a uh, praise out to uh, saying Sid thank you for uh, speaking up about that that meant a lot to me uh, but with that being said let's close out the show with some housekeeping I was hoping Alex was Alex. going to do it <laughs> that's his cue all right see when you do it let's wrap this shit up provengame.com is looking for some writers podcasters videos news reports and generalized help with the site if you're interested in applying go to provengamer.com click on the help one tab and fill out the application and i will get back to you as soon as possible while you're there be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos speaking of our videos they can be found on youtube by doing a search for official proving gamer You can also watch us streaming at twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Good news for Extra Life people, uh, if you donate to any Twitch stream, not just ours, and when you donate bits, use the hashtag, hashtag charity, and $2 for every thousand bits that are donated will get donated straight to Extra Life. Uh, So that's good news, and that's running until the 19th, so you will have... Five more days after this show is posted to do that. Uh, also, uh, be aware that as of this recording, the fi- the next weekend, Sunday, um, we w- I'm going to be doing a 12-hour uh, Twitch stream. Uh, all the Proven Gamer personalities are going to make an appearance sometime. They may actually stream for a little bit, give me a little bit of, little bit of a break. But all bits donated that day and all donations given that day will go straight to Harvey Relief. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, tabulating all the donations, and I will be making a donation in Proving Gamer's name to the Houston Food Bank. So uh, get some much help needed, uh, much needed help down there. Uh, we are also aware that there are three hurricanes going through Florida right now. Uh, this is a very bad time for uh everybody involved. Our hearts and our hearts and prayers are going out to everybody involved in all of these uh, areas. Uh, please know that you know you're all in our hearts and our prayers, and that we're uh, hoping the best for everybody involved. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number. Steven, the phone number
4: three three zero proven nine. That's three three zero seven seven six eight three.
0: 69. <laughs> you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. You can contact the site at Proving Gamer. You can also contact the show at TrophyOrs. You can contact me at Tricky Mick. You can contact Alex at Saunders Rex. Contact Steven at Batchild27. You can contact Yielded I Yield to No One. Uh you can also send us an email. The email is Trophy yours at ProvingGamer.com. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But be sure to go listen to our other podcast. PG spoilers. Yes, we did an episode, mofo's. Go listen to it. There are the podcasts, the Smart Marks, Nintendo dual screens, and game stuff. All the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can listen to iHeartRadio and listen to both Trophy Horse and the Smart Marks. Smart Marks are now on iHeartRadio. Woohoo!
4: Congratulations, Smart Marks. Congratulations.
0: You do a great show. The best part is, Stephen, they don't even know yet.
4: Oh, snap.
0: They're going to have to listen to the show to find out because I'm not telling them. (laughs) I'm going to see how long it takes them to figure it out.
4: Well, if we ever want to have a chance of getting our other shows on iHeartRadio, it really helps if you review and subscribe to our shows. Um, So, yeah, go down there to that little subscribe button. Click it. And on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or whatever, try and leave us a little review. Uh, It helps the show get more um, recognized. It moves up in the charts, um, gets in front of more people. So that really helps us as well.
0: And also, if you're not in the United States, let us know that you left us a review so we can give you a shout out. Because all of our iTunes stores are USA based and we have to change the flag at the bottom to see the reviews from other countries. Apparently, we got a a bunch of reviews in the Philippines. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us in our communities, there are three communities you can get involved in. The first one is the Proving Gamer community. That's for the site. There is one for the show called the T-Dubs Brothel, which because Shuhei will not let us say whores on the network. Uh, and there's also Yields Group, which is the Platinum Guild, which I'm going to be depositing three Platinums in very soon. No love, no praise. No I did I a bet they gesture. S- I bet they suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- one is Horizon, the other one's going to be the Lost Legacy, and hopefully the third one's going to be Ocean. So,
3: I, I don't spent. really believe you about Horizon, since you've said before that you bought gotten the Horizon Platinum, and it turned out you didn't.
0: No, I I didn't. Okay. First of all, that was said as a joke. Well, that was. Wrong. I
3: find it funny that you would get the horizon
0: platinum. So, I'm I'm gonna try my best. Oh, uh, so you haven't got it yet? You
3: said you're gonna try your best. So,
0: yeah, no, no, no. I said, oh, excuse me. I said I'm gonna be depositing three in there soon. I I thought that was implied. I'm planning to platinum all three games during the twelve hour stream for Harvey release. I hope you do. I hope I do, too. Uh... Now that is going to bring us to the end of the housekeeping, but we do have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Extra Life. Alex,
3: November fourth this year, put it down in your calendars. That's Extra Life 2017. If you don't know what Extra Life it is today, it is an annual gaming charity event run to benefit the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Uh, basically, how you can sign up to play is go to extra-life.org. If from there, you pick a. Uh, you can join as a, a join a team. You can create your own team, or you can join like to play solo. Uh, You pick a Children's Miracle Network Hospital to represent, and from there you collect donations, sponsorships for your 24-hour gaming marathon, 25 hours some year, basically a day-long marathon. You get from friends, you can talk to coworkers, neighbors, family members, anyone who's comfortable donating, and then you can get your donations, 100% that you collect, your sponsorships go to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital that you represent. But any way that people are comfortable donating, the 100% uh, of their donation goes to the Children's Miracle, Miracle Network Hospital that you represent And uh, yeah, the motto for Extra Life is Play Games, Heal Kids. It's going down on November 4th this year, and there's no better win-win situation than playing video games and helping kids at the same time.
0: All right. And our other sponsor is Amazon. Yes, indeed.
4: Amazon.com. Everybody knows it. Almost everybody uses it. Uh, But if you are going to use it, go to ProvingGamer.com, click on an Amazon ad, and do your shopping like normal. Um, it doesn't cost anything extra, and Proving Gamer gets a little kickback to help the re- website stay up and running. Um, and we also have some new news, um, you know, the last few weeks now. Amazon Prime users, you guys can use your Twitch sub, your free Twitch subscription, to subscribe to Proving Gamer. And that also helps us out with a little uh, extra cash to help the, keep the lights on and whatnot. So if you go to uh, twitch.tv slash every month, hit that little subscribe button uh, using your Amazon Prime that would be fantastic. Um, uh, every month that you do, we get like, what is it? $2 and 50 cents for every single one of them. 250. Yep, two two, two dollars and 50 cents. So basically half, half the, the cost of, to subscribe to the show. Um, and it really does help us out. Um, you know, we are a pretty, uh, tight knit, uh, bare bones. You know, we, we, we work really hard to keep this website up. So it really does help us if you guys can do that for us. Um, and we appreciate it, as always, of course. So, yep, Amazon. Do it.
0: And and uh, I got some other news for you there about Twitch there, Stephen. Oh, boy. Twitch, Twitch announced at PAX West that if you are a first-time subscriber to a channel, no matter what level you subscribe on, it's 50% off. Nice. So if you are a first-time non-Twitch Prime user... That wants to subscribe to the channel for five dollars, it will only cost you two hundred two dollars and fifty cents. And in that case, Twitch is not taking any of that money, and we get the entire two fifty. Look at that. See that it's
4: a win so win for everybody. Want,
0: so if you want to try out subscribing to your favorite Twitcher, which is ProvenGamer.com, uh you can do it fairly cheap. And if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can do it for two fifty and try it out and see what you get. And I can tell you right now. There's gonna be prizes in- involved.
4: Yes, indeed. maybe some
0: games. Oh maybe boy, maybe some codes. Maybe a Nintendo Switch. Oh, because somebody, because somebody went to the Nintendo store in New York City. Oh snap! Hmm. I shouldn't be saying that on a PlayStation show. That's all right. But I'm doing it. All right, let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Alice, you start us off, sir.
3: As always, I want to thank the listeners, the fans. Thank you all very much for spending some time every week with us. I know we get kind of rambly, and we kind of get off the rails, and we kind of touch on some touchy subjects, but we appreciate you all listening to us every week. Uh, Other than that, uh, I guess I want to give a shout-out to Yield, because he's not here. I want to give a shout-out to Homer Gets Duff, because I'm whooping his ass in fantasy football, or at least slated to whoop his ass in fantasy football. And uh, a shout-out to Stephen and Tricky for recording today. Uh, last but not least, I want to give the final shout-out to Chelsea. Uh, I love you, sweetheart. Thank you for being my honey. And um, thank you just for supporting me in every way possible.
0: Oh! Stephen. Oh, sorry. No,
3: nope, Chelsea has to get the last shout-out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh,
4: I would like to just thank you guys. A little shout-out to you guys. Uh, Alex, Tricky, for doing the show. It's, uh, it's always fun. Um, shout-out to... Uh, My wife, who is again taking on both children and my parents who are trying to help her next door. I got Sunday dinner on the table. Can't wait. Yummy, yummy. Thank you, mommy. Um, What else? Uh, Thank you listeners for subscribing to the show, um, giving us your feedback, hanging out in the Facebook uh, page, Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. And uh, just uh, last bit of thing, just be good to each other. Be nice to each other out there in the world. It could be a kind of tough place with these hurricanes and just all this stuff that's going on. So just be nice to each other and we uh, and I appreciate you uh, with my entire heart.
0: All right. And I want to give a shout out to the listeners, of course. Give a shout out to Sweet Mama D, who is behind me, uh, enjoying her new dog, Poochie. Uh, if you guys check the Facebook group, you see Poochie sticking her head out through the backseat of my car. Uh, Poochie has uh, grown attached to me and has not left me the entire show. <sighs> Give a shout out to the goddess who is probably going to have to walk Poochie after the show because I have to do a bunch of stuff. Uh and she and the goddess is not really thrilled about picking up poop. <laughs>
4: Not many people are, Tricky. Not
0: many people are. (laughs) Uh, And that's it. So until next week, if there's nothing else, happy trophy hunting. Later.